Well, hello and welcome to Third and Long after a Christmas break, rocking into the tunes of Electric Mary, Let Me Out. Big thank you to Russell Brown for that fantastic song that opens up our show every week. Provide you a 360-degree access all areas past to everything in the NFL with an Aussie twist. Third and Long is brought to you by Little T- Little Birdie TV sorry, and topsport.com.au. A big welcome back to Marco. How have we... Uh, enjoyed the christmas break i know the golf game has been getting a little bit of a flogging yeah a couple of uh yeah a couple of nice rounds down the uh down the coast there Corey had to get away for a week as we all did we took a week off week 16 hope uh not everyone missed us over the christmas new year's break and uh yeah it was good got some good weather down there uh avoided covid and played some good golf so uh it was a good week away Yes, uh, a good luck trying to tiptoe through that pond that is COVID at the moment because everyone, I've got it. So I'm uh, <laughs> in isolation at the moment and making the best of it with all the NFL that is over the Christmas break. It's fantastic. And one man who's definitely enjoyed his Christmas break, he might have had a few beers and he's definitely been working on that suntan. How are you going, Top Rope? Still working on the tan, Corey. So <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, still holidays up uh, up northern New South Wales, up in Foster's. So a uh, few rays, a few beers, getting a little bit of golfing. So not too bad with the 10-week off. Yeah, so it would be, would be great, gentlemen, if every every time of year was like this time of year, we can get out and play golf without being rushed. There's plenty of NFL on. It would be it'd be a dream, wouldn't it? But anyway, it's uh, it's been a huge week in football once again. Trying to keep track of all the different days. We also always seem to lose the, the days at the moment. Uh, been a huge week 17 of the NFL. And once again, Tom Brady delivered again. Um, and by the way, gentlemen, what about that game? Was there something that happened in that game, Marco? Can you just fill the viewers, uh, listeners in? Sorry. Yeah, strange, uh, strange scenes has been well documented, Corey. I'll, I'll throw back a question to you. Have you ever had a teammate at the highest level walk off mid match? Uh, just gone to the change rooms and uh, caught an Uber, Uber away from the ground. I don't think I've ever seen that. But uh, have you had anyone in the AFL ranks that have done something similar? No, not even close. And I think it's the most unforgivable act in sports you could ever do. And uh, look, we, we can make all sorts of excuses for Antonio Brown, but he's got a rap sheet that's as long as your arm. And to do that mid-game, I don't know. There, there has to be other things at play. I think, why the hell would you do it? You're you're in a team. You've won your division. Looks like you're going to go deep into the the playoffs once again and you just throw it all away. And Top Rope, what, what did you make of all that? Because uh, when it was happening on, on Red Zone, I don't know if anyone was watching that specific game. It definitely came up on Red Zone when uh, all that drama unfolded. Yeah, it's uh, in a sport and a position filled with some absolute divas. He really has made himself stand out. He's uh, surpassed T.O. and some of the great divas of our time. Like that, you're completely right. That's completely unforgivable. To be fair, some of his previous acts have been pretty unforgivable, but I'll, I would struggle to see him ever playing another down in the NFL ever again. Like, I, th- I think we've, we've crossed the threshold here. Like, that was absolutely insane because he was being asked to play. Like, the bloke said he was injured. 
And even if that was the case, he's a renowned liar. He recently come back from a three-week suspension for lying. So why should he expect the coach to believe him? Right? I'm, I'll be pretty happy to be rid of him. And I did just on that, um, guys, I actually felt sorry for T.O. because a, a few people actually lumped T.O. in the uh, Antonio Brown category. Now, for those who don't know, T.O. actually played in a Super Bowl pretty much with a broken leg. And one thing, he can never be guilty on. He always performed, but obviously had a few off-field issues, but he was never in the same category as uh, Antonio Brown. But we move on to Cincinnati, the team that I'd spoken about, that it seemed like they'd really snuck up on us, but they haven't snuck up any longer with uh, Joe Burrow. He's had an amazing two-week stretch, and, and Marco an amazing performance by a team that missed the playoffs last year, finished last in their division, and look where they are now. Yeah, it's amazing. They've won the uh, what clinched their division uh, with a week to spare, which uh, even probably, what, three or four weeks ago, we were saying what a uh, tough division it was with Baltimore going along nicely at that time. Uh, to win the division with a week in hand is unbelievable. In their last two weeks, as you said, you touched on uh, Burroughs. He's done something that no other quarterback had done. He's thrown for over a 1,000 yards in back-to-back games. Just crazy stats. And he's thrown to a bloke that uh, is what a, what a first-year player uh, Chase has been. Like, he is unbelievable. And, you know, both sides having a good quarterback throwing to you, but the damage he's doing, they basically just lob it up now and he just goes and gets everything. And top rope, the uh, the Miami bubble has definitely burst. They uh, they got pounded by Tennessee, and 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 Tennessee now it hasn't the the cards fallen beautifully for Tennessee because if they can manage to get a win this week, they do get a certain gentleman back, don't they? Oh yeah, the great Derek Henry. What a what a what a what a key player to get back on the on the eve of the playoffs. And yeah, and, and you're right. Like they were. They were looking like they were going to fall at the back door of the playoffs a few weeks ago. Like they struggled in the, uh, the post-on. Dr. Foreman has been fantastic for them. But, yeah, the Dolphins, wow. Like, I certainly wasn't on board this year. But that, I, I would be stunned if Tua is their quarterback in week one next year. The problem with Tua is, isn't, uh, it isn't so much a lack of ability. It's just the lack of trust that the coaching staff having him to throw the ball. But... They're falling behind, and they still don't trust him to throw the ball. Like, like as soon as as soon as Miami are down, yeah, more than a touchdown, they're almost out of the game. Yeah, they are. And and just moving on to some of these other games, there'll be a couple. I'll, I'll quickly go through. Um, the Raiders obviously upset the Colts. Look, as a Colts fan, um, losing that game twenty three to twenty. Carson Wentz is never going to be the answer. If you whenever you want him to make a simple play, he never gets it done. So we'll just skip over that one, boys. <laughs> uh, uh, Philly continue their late season charge. Boys, be interested to see, and I know that we'll get to that game, but um, where, where do we see Philadelphia at the moment? Because, again, they've been another one that's just quietly chipped away with the wins and all of a sudden they're in the playoffs. Uh, uh, very much um, have been the beneficiaries of a pretty soft soft running, soft running so far. And I think there's still a fair few question marks over their ability to throw the ball when they need to. So, look, they've actually been pretty well coached this year. They're, 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 they're the most run-heavy team in the NFL. They're using Jalen Hurts the right way. They're playing for in front, which they need to do. Whether they can continue it, I don't know. But I think this, yeah, I, I don't think they can go all that deep without being able to throw a football. Is that another case? Sorry, Marco, and I'll quickly jump in. Is that another case, Top Rope, that a coach is actually playing to a rookie rookie strengths and trying to get them 
the same way that um, Mac Jones in a, with the Patriots, that they keep them in their lane that they're actually good at. And is it a case of the, the same thing with Jalen Hurts at Philadelphia? To me, that's just good coaching, right? Like that is that is playing what's in front of you, right? Like playing what's in front of you. And like we've discussed this with your Colts, we've discussed this with my 49ers. They should be running the ball. They both should be running the ball a lot more. The Niners have certainly gone that way. The Colts have certainly trended that way over the back half of the season. But you kind of compare it with coaches who quite have a system and then try and, and try and fit whatever whatever piece they've got into that system. It's just not the way to approach it. You've got to approach it with this is what I've got in front of me. And then when you're building, try and build things to the way you want to build it, build your plan. But you can't, you know, you, you can see how old you can't fit a, a, a square peg into a round hole. And, and I think, yeah, they're playing it really, really well. And you compare that to what they've done with Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville. Yeah. And, and they haven't played to his strengths at all. They've thrown him to the wolves and, 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 and a little bit the same with Justin Fields in Chicago. You know, we've seen some mobility there. But they've done nothing to help him at all. And, and you look at Mac Jones and, and Jalen Hurts, I think they're two very different things. And on to our uh, final two bits of news. And, and look, for my boys, I would love to see this guy not only win the MVP, but um, I would love to see him get another Super Bowl ring. I, and for those that, whilst I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, if you get the chance, check him out on the Pat McAfee show every single week because it's essential viewing and the one this morning was epic. Um, but Marco, you know, I mean, what, what more superlatives can you say about Aaron Rodgers? Because when you've got the opportunity to sit down over Christmas and see the way that he picks apart a game, it's, it honestly is a thing of beauty to watch it, isn't it? Yeah, he's an athlete at the top of his game, Corey, no doubt. He's, uh, you know, c- considering what he had to go through, well, he put himself, I guess, through it largely in the off-season and then come out in round one uh, and all the pressure in the media on him. Since then, it's just been unbelievable from both uh, Coach Rogers and the rest of the team. I know he's got uh, a few other superstars around him. Adam's been one, has had another great year. But, yeah, Rogers looks uh, very short quote now for the MVP. Uh, they're confirmed number one seed. They get the week off to start and they'll freshen him right up. So, um, you know... As top rope's been tipping, I guess, now for the best part of two, two and a half months, uh, he's been saying Green Bay's been the team to beat. They're now pretty solid favourites for the Super Bowl. And uh, it's going to take uh, some effort from a team to, to knock them off at this stage. And speaking of superlatives, uh, top rope, we had Big Ben in, won his last game in at Heinz Stadium. Didn't have the greatest game himself. Um, it was actually... Uh, one of Paige's favourites, Najee Harris, that really carried the whole team. But um, great to see them go out with a win and, and Big Ben to get the salute behind Stadium in style. Oh, absolutely. Uh, look, it, it probably hasn't been the end of a career that, that he would have hoped, but it's hard to knock, you know, his career. Like, you, you could certainly make an argument. He's a top 10 or 12 quarter all time. You know, he's one of the great winners early on. Yeah, won some Super Bowls. Uh, was as tough as nails, right? And, and like that's one thing that's kind of held true to the end. But this isn't the greatest Steelers side. He hasn't had an offensive line at all to help him, and they're still posted another winning record for a year. So yeah, pretty incredible stuff. If you ask me. So they've gone just on that top rope. I think they've gone 18 years now without a, a losing record. So backs up exactly what you said that they've all just an unbelievable um, Mike Tomlin. And that record is in the journey. I 
up at Pittsburgh has been nothing short of amazing and it's coincided with having Big Ben at the same time. Now, gentlemen, I'll get you to break down individually. I'll go to Marco first, seeing the uh, the AFC. I'll uh, get you to break this down for us at the moment. You know, I mean, with Tennessee, um, well, they're sitting in the box seat now after Kansas City losing, but how do you see this final round evolving with all the permutations and what happens in the AFC? Yeah, there's plenty, obviously, to play out. Um, I saw the amount of combinations still to go on this. Uh, obviously, ten- Tennessee playing Houston, they they hold the uh, the ace up their sleeve at the moment. KC play before them, so they get the advantage, I guess, of, of knowing what's going on. Can't imagine KFC, uh, sorry, Kansas City dropping to Denver. Uh, but, yeah, Tennessee, you would think, would get over Houston, become the number one seed, and as we just touched on before, with the opportunity to have the week off and get get back uh, Henry, who was, uh, you know, maybe gearing towards MVP himself at the stage when he went out, would be an awesome boost to a team that, uh, you know, they get the week off. It's it's going to be tough, but you've got to go into Tennessee and beat a fresh Henry. Uh, it's going to take a, a good performance from uh, from a Chiefs. Um, other than that, the the Bills and the Pats are probably playing out. Uh, who who wins there? You know, the Bills are in front. You wouldn't expect them to to drop either. Uh, so, you know, I, I think they'll clinch the division. Of the wild cards, uh, you know, I think the Colts should get it done and probably the Chargers at this stage. Chargers play the Raiders on the last game of the fixture uh, to probably sew up the uh, the last wild card spot there and I favour the Chargers in that game. And on to the NFC top rope and, and looking at this, it's hard not to think that the winner of the Super Bowl possibly comes from this side when you see the some of the records in in that uh, side of the of that conference. So where where do you sit? Like not only with the uh, – it obviously looks like um, – well, it's already been sewn up with Green Bay uh, getting the number one, number one seed, but how do you see the rest of it going and in particular the wild cards? Yeah, look, it's 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 all but secure over on the uh, on the uh, NFC side. Um, yeah, the Rams Cardinals uh, uh, division is still up for grabs there, but um, you know I, I don't see a whole lot changing. I think um, yeah, the, the the betting is is reasonably uh, uh, straightforward in a lot of them. But yeah, the, the Dallas Philly game is interesting. You know, uh, Dallas play early can get up to the number two spot. Could be massive for them, so I, I do expect them to play a, a full side. But Philadelphia, uh, you know, are they going to take this as a bye week, or are they going to, and kind of just put it up for grabs? It's where they log, or are they going to try hard? Because the chances of them playing Dallas is reasonably high. Yeah, you know, Dallas win, and would they be happy enough to play Dallas in, in week one of the finals? An opponent they know very well who they've already met twice this year, so they might be happy just to log in the in, in the seventh spot. And, and Cop Dallas there. So, um, yeah, different kettle of fish though if they end up with Tampa Bay. You know, you're not seeing a huge amount of change, certainly not like the AFC side of things. You know, the Packers should be resting a lot of players against the Lions. I'll be treating that as a buy. Uh, yeah, the Bucks should have very few problems with the Panthers, even with all the drama around um, around, around Brown, uh, Antonio Brown leaving. So, um, yeah, interesting one will be the... The uh, Niners and Rams and the Cardinals and the Seahawks, which will have a bit of a bearing as to, to who uh, could either get the two seed there, which would be the uh, a Rams win over the Niners. They would probably secure the two seed there. 
or if the Cardinals can jump up and, and, and force some change there. Now, Marco, we'll just quickly go over the market moves of uh, Week 17. What, what plunges landed in, in Week 17? Just take us through some of those. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the the market movers anyway that got the results, uh, you know, of, of moving a couple of points. Um, basically, the only one that really missed was, um, I guess, the Philly game that opened three and moved quite a long way to six and a half. They kind of, if you bet early, you got your you got your money, and if you bet late, it actually middled the end result. So, other than that, just quickly, the Pats opened fifteen, closed seventeen and a half, and obviously put fifty to ten on the board. So, the punters were on. on on target there uh the charges went from six to eight they crushed uh winning by 21 points in their game the rams uh, big movers in their games open three flat closed a touchdown um and sorry they missed actually just winning by a point uh green bay with big movers as well opened uh, seven points closed 13 uh, they won by 27 and the pittsburgh one of the big movers uh probably for the week they uh would have been rare with the record that you spoke about with ben at heinz field Actually opened plus three outsiders, uh, started Pickham, and uh, you know the result there. They won by twelve points, so pretty good punning week uh, from the market mover point of view. Very good. Well, that was a huge uh, week seventeen wrap. We'll be back next with to the house. Well, welcome back. It's time now for to the house, which is brought to you by Top Sport. .com.au, family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. Marco, take it to the house. Thanks, Corey. Okay, we've uh, just got a couple of weeks to catch up, obviously missing last week. So just statistical point of view, uh, before we bring in Top Rope to cover how his uh, To The House segment went for week 17, we'll bring up the uh, the bookie wrap, uh, which includes 16 and 17 for those who are following. So for week 17, anyways, the strong favourites, as we just spoke about before, 12 out of the 16 favourites lob there, one of the highest uh, favourite ratios for the year. Um, the covering was only 8.5, and, and again, the under totals have just been dominating this year. As we can see from the season wrap, uh, the favourites are running at 62%, which is very much low side. The uh, outsiders are covering at 53% there for the lines, uh, and you can see... The under totals at 55%. The home teams have been coming on strong in the last couple of weeks. It was 11 out of 16 this week, and now it's just jumped up from 50 to 52 over the last two weeks. Top rope, uh, just bring you in here to go over your four tips that you had for week 17. Uh, you got off to a good start, but uh, the last three fell away, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, it's tough back end of the year uh, uh, firing a tip still. So a um, little unlucky with the uh, Houston game. That was looking very good for a very long time, thanks to the late field goal there. But, uh, um, yeah, look, it was uh, one of those weeks, you know, I, I, I like Detroit in the under in that game, so well played by me. Yeah, if Seattle putting, some Seattle putting up 51, you wouldn't have, uh, not many would have tipped. They haven't looked like scoring all year. And uh, Rusty uh, Wilson put up uh, 51 points on the board. So top ropes overall record now season E for the lines and totals. He sits at 43-43 going into week 18. Uh, okay, so from the betting now, we move on to week 18 and we'll bring in both gentlemen to get their thoughts. We've got eight TV games at the moment uh, and we're just guessing on a few of them just as seven mate haven't produced uh, what games they'll be showing. So we've just had a few stabs in the dark there for playoff uh, contingencies there. So Week one, note also this week that we've got two Sunday games, gentlemen. So 
good viewing on both of these games. We'll start with the Chiefs at Denver on the Sunday. This kicks off at 8.30 a.m. on ESPN. We've got uh, the Chiefs here, the away favourite. They're airborne at the moment. Their line of minus 10 flat and a total of 44.5. Top rope, we've got the 11-5 Chiefs. Uh, need the win to keep open their chances for the number one seed in the playoffs. Uh, while Denver's season is over. Um, we've got two top five ranked defences here. How do you see this one? Yeah, I like Kansas City. I like them a lot. Uh, laying the 10 points here. They've got a good record against Denver. Covered 10 as well. They, they need to win. And just it's hard to see the Denver offence, which is... Yeah, pretty unimpressive being able to, to to break down the Chiefs' defense, which until last week had been very very strong. So, uh, yeah, I like Denver to cover. I like uh, Kansas City to cover that minus ten easily. Okay, Corey KC uh, going very well. Won eight of their last nine. Um, can you make a case for Denver, or do you agree with Top Rope? No, I agree with Top Rope. Look, with uh, they'd be pretty disappointed after last week. Kansas City sort of throwing that opportunity away, and look with all the marbles on the line this week, they. They need to get the job done, but it does seem, uh, as we've seen in the notes, it is a low-scoring venue. So I do like that that points total, the under, I reckon, in this one because Denver never really seems like a venue where people go and light it up. So, Yeah, as Top Rope mentioned, the uh, Denver offense is not great. Their last couple of weeks only averaging 14 points on the board. So a bit of a minus Kansas City into the under, maybe combination there for uh, multi-punters. Okay, match two. This one will be a belter, I am sure. Depending on whether Philly line up uh, as a buy, as Top Rope may have mentioned, but if uh, they go full strength, Dallas travel to Philadelphia. Um, they're all division matchups this week. Uh, this one will be on Sunday at 12.15 on ESPN. Uh, we've got uh, Dallas, all the money strengthening for Dallas at the moment. They opened six, now jump to minus seven and a half, and the total is at 42 and a half. Uh, both teams are in the playoffs here, top rope. We've just touched on them in um, the futures market, I guess. So we've got the 11-5 and five Dallas v. the 9-7 and seven Philly. Dallas need to post the win for a chance for the number one seed. Uh, they're both in form. How do you see this one? Uh, yeah, I'll, I like Dallas just because I think that there is one more likely they've got more to play for. Uh, the chance and, and Dak Prescott against divisional opponents. He's 22 and 8 against the spread against the division. Uh, he has a losing record from a betting point of view against non division opponents. So, uh, happy to back Dak, happy to be on the Cowboys minus this one. Okay, top rope might have thrown some money already in with the market line. Corey, how do you see this one? Yeah, I remember top rope said that a few weeks ago how Dak performs against uh, divisional opponents. Look, I can't. I actually think both these teams, and, and Dallas will 100%, but I even think Philadelphia are going with a pretty full-strength team, especially having, I mean, a new coach that's come in. And, I mean, it's an op- it's a massive opportunity then to really set a bar for the going into the playoffs. And this will be a cracker of a game, Marco. This will be my first day out of lockdown on Sunday, and I'll be finding <laughs> a pub to watch this one and uh, maybe have a chicken parma and a few pots to, to really enjoy this. But I... I'm, I, I like Philadelphia in this one. I like the line in Philadelphia. So, yes, be an okay. interesting game. Corey and Top Rope head-to-head there, so that'll be interesting. I'm surprised Corey didn't give a shout-out for whoever's giving him a free uh, Palmer and Pot. Well, I can't because the, the Emerald shut on Sunday, so I couldn't really pop up the Emerald, could right. I? Here he is. He'll find one. <laughs> give a shout-out to any pub owners that are open on a Sunday afternoon to host Corey and uh, his Palmer and his Pot. He'll, uh, he'll get down there for you. Okay, we've got uh, – we move to the uh, Monday morning starts here at 5 a.m. 
Uh, we're guessing this one will be on ESPN2. It's uh, Cincinnati v. Cleveland. Uh, the betting at the moment in some markets, top sports don't currently have it up, obviously, with just the, uh, the news that the um, Browns quarterback, uh, Baker Mayfield, is out. But some betting we've seen around is since a line of minus three flat. The total's around the 41 mark, so a low total there. Top rope, we've got two teams in opposite directions. Obviously, the Browns season's over. The quarterback's gone in for surgery. Uh, we've got the uh, Cincinnati have won three in a row now. Uh, they've clinched the uh, division and their ticket to the playoff. Uh, can Burrows and Chase continue their record-breaking uh, stretch here? Well, why not? Why not? Like, I, I don't see this as a huge downgrade losing losing Baker Mayfield, but obviously there's, there's got to be something taken off there. The Bengals have covered 11 of 14 against Cleveland. Cleveland were horrific on Monday against the Pittsburgh team that were there to be beaten. They've been so unreliable this year and... and yeah, Kevin Stefanski has plenty of reps. His refusal to run the ball and give and give Chubb plenty of carries early is pretty astonishing for mine. So I'm uh, I'm reasonably happy to to jump on the Bengals here. I think I think they'll be playing. They'll be playing to win. They'll be playing hard. Yeah, they're one of those teams who don't make the playoffs that often. Momentum's important. They're going to want to continue that from the Kansas City win. I, I, I do think this is a, an important game for them. I'll be backing them once. Okay, Corey, uh, pretty strong push there from top rope. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I'm the same, and uh, I do love that line of minus three. I'd be all over that, especially after watching uh, Cleveland last week and, um, no, Baker Mayfield this week. I, I mean, I, I just think it have been the surprise packet of the season, uh, Cincinnati, and just got some really good momentum going at the moment and becoming a really good team to watch. So I think they will do it and do it easy. Okay, I agree with both those gentlemen. It's uh, We'll see a bit later in uh, my bet of the week. Okay, on to the fourth match. This is the uh, second one of the 5 a.m.s on Monday. This will be more than likely shown on 7 mate here. We've got a uh, lopsided match. It's the Indianapolis Colts travel to Jacksonville. The Colts, an astonishing line here for the away uh, team, favourite at minus 15.5, and the totals at 44 flat. Top rope, it looks a bit of a mismatch on paper. We've got the nine-win Indy against the only two-win Jacksonville. Uh, and Indy have to win this to make the playoffs uh, against a team. Jacksonville who have packed it in. They've lost eight straight. You expect Indy Colts to get the job done here? If you think this is a mismatch on paper, wait till you see the game. <laughs> well, that's really going to be a mismatch. Stop it. Uh, yeah, oh, there is a... A modicum of concern that I'm taking 15 and a half, laying 15 and a half points on the road with Carson Wentz at quarterback. But sure, surely they just feed the ball to Taylor, feed it to Hines, and they just run rampant on this Jacksonville side that's clearly given up. They were absolutely horrendous against the Pats the other day. So, uh, and of course, the Colts beat the Pats you know, a couple of weeks back. So, um, I, I have. No concern at all being with the Colts here. They've covered their last six on the road. They've covered uh, 16 of the last 21 after they failed to cover a game. So they tend to bounce back well. Give me the Colts and give me them big time. Jeez, it's a big uh, – you won't see often top rope uh, backing a big minus on the road. Corey, I hope he's not putting the clampers on your team. It uh, yeah, needs, needs the W to make the playoffs. Uh we won't ask you. You're pretty confident on the Colts, Corey. We'll go to you, but uh, where do you think they'll win the game? Well, it's it's a simple formula. You've just got to run the ball and 
and and do it from the start of the game. It, it never seemed like uh, early in the game last week we were, didn't seem like we're giving the ball to Jonathan Taylor as much as what we should now. I know everyone knows it's going there, but stick with what works, um, especially going into a, a an away a, away team, albeit not a very good one. But yeah, from the start, ramp ram it home and, and run it and run it down their throats. Okay, pretty confident there from the Colts camp. Okay, we go on to the next match, the fifth match in the TV that we're going to cover. And this one is actually a 5 a.m. game uh, on ESPN. It's Pittsburgh traveling to Baltimore. We've got Baltimore uh, strengthening favorites here now of line of minus five and a half, and the total's pretty low at 41 and a half. Um, the big key here, top rope, is going to be whether the uh, Lamar Jackson returns for the Ravens. He's been close definitely last week and didn't line up. I know Huntley's going okay, but this team's now lost five in a row. Both sides are on eight wins with Pittsburgh having the uh, draw, which could help them going forward. So which way do you lean here in um, two teams that definitely don't like each other? Yeah, you would think uh, that Lamar would have to play. You'd think they'd be pretty similar. I kind of want to wait and see this one. I, I do think this slide in a, in a fierce division matchup, I think it's a little big. Yeah, this this will be Ben's last game. You know, I know it's in Baltimore. The the, the Steelers just have a, a, a tremendous record as an underdog. We've covered 36 of 51 uh, as an underdog. I, I really think that they are in a pretty good spot to come back and cover this one. So I'm going back to Pittsburgh in this one. But confidence will be determined by Lamar's status, that's for sure. Okay, a bit of hold fire there from top rope early. Wants to see uh, Lamar Jackson lining up. Corey, uh, listen, a lot of motion taken out of Pittsburgh. They're going to be on a short week with uh, sending off Ben at home field. Emotionally, will they be affected going in or it's just because it's last game, uh, the energy's replaced and it's all out of tack? Yeah, it's a really hard game to get a read on, I suppose, with uh, Pittsburgh, as you mentioned, coming off the the really short week and such an, a, an emotional game with Big Ben. And at the moment, we don't even know whether Lamar Jackson plays. But I, I think if Lamar Jackson plays, the the Ravens actually win. And, geez, they've, they've had some uh, heartbreaking losses over the last few weeks. And if Lamar Jackson plays, I think they'll turn it around and get a win. Okay, opposite opinions here. Tough game, so uh, maybe just a bit of fence-sitting until the quarterback is known for the Ravens. But it's definitely uh, worth watching that game. It'll be um, emotional from the Pittsburgh side of it, especially if they lose. It'll be Ben's uh, last game, but obviously uh, for the playoffs going forward to the winner potentially. Okay, match six we move on to, and we've got um, the 49ers travel to take on the LA Rams here. This will be shown on ESPN at 8.25 a.m., We've got the Rams, the home favourite here, the line of minus four flat. Totals uh, just dropping a little from 44.5 down to 44 flat. Top rope, we've got the nine-win 49ers, your 49ers. Uh, a must-win game for them Why the Rams have clinched the division at 12-4. and four. Um, How do we see the 49ers here? They've got a win um, to make the playoffs unless the Saints lose to Atlanta, which are in the same time slot. So they've got to go out with a mentality to win. Uh, the Rams are running hot. They've won five in a row. So can your 49ers cause the upset? Yeah, I think they can. Uh, interesting to see who quarterbacks this game. Uh, A-Lance got the job done last week. But I'm not sure he was super impressive. We'd much rather see Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, there, I think we've got a lot more out of Debo Samuel and, and the run game when when when, when uh, uh, Garoppolo's on, on the field. So 
Uh, the Niners have a pretty good record against the Rams. They've covered four of the last five. The Dog has covered five straight in this one. You know, I think Shanahan matches up really well with, 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 with McVay. Stafford's, Stafford's play has been shaky at best over the last month. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be with the Niners in this one. I know they've been fairly inconsistent, but I think the Niners can get the job done. Okay, the plus four there for uh, top rope. Corey, they played uh, not so long ago, week 10, and the 49ers beat them up, actually. They won 34 to 10. Uh, so they'll go in with some confidence for this divisional matchup. How do you see it playing out? Yeah, in- intriguing matchup. Um, I don't – look, going into that venue, as good as the 49ers have run the ball and, and they've been over the last sort of seven or ten weeks, um, I don't have a lot of faith that they can go in there and, and get enough points on the board. But – Speaking of not having faith, um, Matt Stafford's been pretty scratchy over the last last few weeks, and um, if they're going to go deep in the playoffs, uh, this is where it needs to start. Like it, it is, it's probably great for for both teams, but more in particular the Rams if they really want to use this opportunity to fine tune going into the playoffs. And look, I, I think at home they will get it done against the Niners. Only just it's only because if the Niners had someone in at quarterback, I would probably pick them with more faith as in top rope and pages 49ers <laughs> they're hanging tough to the end the 49ers fans uh can't discredit them for that okay it'll be a good match good viewing i'm looking forward to the contest for sure another one i'm looking forward to i'll have to have two screens up and going luckily i've got five to choose from in this office we've got <laughs> uh the seventh match on the board here also 825 game this is more than likely to be on seven mate uh we've got the patriots going in to miami uh Jeez, I'd like to be in Miami watching it as well, just quietly. We've got the uh, Patriots, the away favourite here. The line has now jumped up from six and a half to seven now, so it's a touchdown line to the Patriots. Uh, low total here of 40 flat. Um, top rope, we've got, uh, unfortunately, the Dolphins uh, ended their season after unbelievably losing, I think, seven straight, then winning seven or eight straight. So I don't think that's ever been done by a team before. The Patriots need a win here for their um, different calculations to not ha- – sorry, to have a home final as opposed to an away. Uh, listen, both teams are in form here. The Patriots have won eight of their last ten and the Dolphins have won seven of their last eight. Uh, so how do you see this? Do you think the Patriots can get it done against Miami? If I was in Miami, Mark, I, I can tell you, I could probably think of a few better places to be than uh, watching the Patriots-Dolphins. i a few ideas as to what could be uh, going on there, but uh, – um, I would uh, – uh, first inclination here is to be with the Dolphins. Uh, home team has covered 15 and 19, but the importance of this one to New England and what they – where they're going to lob and possibly home field advantage against Buffalo uh, may have an impact on this one. So I uh, – leaning towards probably the minus – but best bet in this one, uh, the under, I think the Dolphins keep it reasonably close. I think the Pats will just try to do enough. So uh, I, I'm happy to be with the under on this one, but not a huge amount of confidence. Sounds like Top Rope's already a disaster party in Miami. As you know, when you travel to Miami, Top Rope, you get the business done first and your party second. So you <laughs> always can att- always attend the game, the city that never sleeps as well. Okay, Corey, how do you see this one shaking out? Can uh, the Patriots put another uh, 50 on the board? I don't reckon they will. And look, over the over the journey, boys, it's it's always been an intriguing matchup from the point of view uh, that 
Whenever I see New England going to Miami now, just check the weather out for Sunday, boys. It's going to be 26 degrees. So it could be interesting that New England, being in that cold environment, you've got to go down to somewhere warm. This game uh, over the journey has caused a lot of upsets. So um, that said, I would still think the Patriots just, but don't be surprised. Um, that's where probably the line for me, maybe the plus seven uh, with the Dolphins offers a little bit of value for me. Okay, not too much confidence around this game. Uh, top rope uh, shows the confidence in the under 40 flat there. Okay, our uh, last game of the season for week 18 or for the season of 2021 will be on Tuesday at 12.20. It'll be shown on ESPN. We've got uh, the playoffs start early here, gentlemen. We've got the LA Chargers travel to play the LA Raiders. Um, we've got the Chargers, the outsider, uh, sorry, the away team here at minus three and a half favourites. Have moved up from minus three. Uh, good size total here. The total's on the way up as well from 49 to 49 and a half. Top rope, both sides on nine and seven. As I mentioned, it's an early playoff game. The winner marches into a playoff match and the loser can book their holidays, probably down to Miami. Um, in a dome, you expect fireworks here? Uh, oh, I think the Raiders play is pretty tough. I think they've been pretty undervalued for, for, for much of the season. So uh, not a huge amount of confidence, but I'd probably rather be with the Raiders as the home dog here against uh, a Chargers team that's just wildly inconsistent. Yeah, they can come out and blast the team and look like well beaters. Herbert looked like a superstar. And they can come out and put up a performance like they did a few weeks ago against uh, was it the Bengals where they got absolutely murdered. So uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards a plus on this one. Okay, Corey, how do you see the uh, LA teams fighting out uh, for who continues on? Oh, look, I, I I would genuinely love to see the LA Raiders make the playoffs. And and considering the year that they've had, we lost the coach and then obviously with the off-field incident. But just having a look, even Derek Carr has had his best year in terms of uh, yards that he's thrown for. Thrown for 4,618 yards. He's really led that team. And I think it's been unbelievable from the outside to watch. And for them and that alone, I would I would love to see them win. And I, I think at home, that hostile environment, I think they'll get the win and, and get a very much deserved place in the playoffs. Okay, yeah, fair enough. They've, it's a fair story to follow the Raiders this year and uh, they were able to find this W and get in the playoffs. Uh, that story will continue for another week. Okay, if you are serious about your NFL punting, you can get to uh, Top Ropes to the house. It's the last week to purchase it. It's $22 a week for his uh, four or five tips that he normally has. So uh, later in the week when uh, all the players and everything announced, he will have those selections up. If you want to go to littlebirdiepod.com into the shop to the house, you can pick that up for $22 a week. Okay, gents, the they're all the TV games for the week. Now we just need to... Uh, go over the Super Bowl prices as uh, they go up on the screen. I'll ask you, Top Rope, first. Your team that you've been supporting for the best part of, I would say, eight to ten weeks now, you've been heavily tipping in the Packers. I think you started around the $11, $13 mark, I think. I have to correct my numbers there. But uh, they are favourites now at $4.30. The Chiefs, Corey's team, he tipped them at the start of the year, so he's well and truly alive at five eighty. The Chiefs, we've got the Rams now at third favourite, or equal third favourite, I should say, at eight fifty with the Bucks, uh, the Bills, the team I tipped, I think, around the thirteen dollars at the start of the year into nine twenty five. Tennessee Titans. Now these guys have got to be somewhat of a mover here. Top rope at nine seventy five with their potential superstar coming back. That running back, and Dallas Cowboys are next at fourteen dollars. They're capable on their day. 
The Cincinnati team at $17. And as we go over the page, we've got uh, my Patriots at $18. Now the Cardinals out to $19. Uh, Corey's Colts at $23. And Top Ropes, 49ers at $31. Top Rope, uh, any reason to get off the Packers at this stage? Uh, zero. No, they're, they're, they're going. They're, they're cruising. And, and Aaron Rodgers said it's incredibly focused. I mean, they just they just continue to develop weapons. So now Alan Lazard's having an underrated good season. He is a, a, a very, very good position receiver who can show kind of speed downfield too. So um, looking at that list though, Marco, the, the, the value there has got to be Tennessee at around that $10 fight. Like they not only get Henry back, they will get they will nearly almost certainly get a week off in the playoffs as well. So um which is huge. So uh, you would imagine that will have shortened up by a week to the playoffs. So uh, got to be a bit of value there with the Titans. Yep, like it there, top rope. Okay, Corey, uh, do you have a difference opinion on how the Super Bowl's tracking? Not really, other than the the one that jumps out is the Tennessee Titans. I think if uh, who knows what happens this week, that uh, they they manage to win, they can they they guarantee that week off, and then they they get this gentleman called Derek Henry back and. No, I mean, it could be a pretty good value bet. Okay, there we go. Both uh, seeing the Titans at the value at the uh, $9.75, close to $10 in the marketplace. Thanks, gentlemen, for the uh, Super Bowl coverage. We'll cover that through the playoffs. There's obviously a lot of teams have dropped off the betting part there. Okay, Corey, it's time to get into our best bets of the week. If you want to just explain uh, a bit about Walk With Me Online. Yeah, each week we've all been given $100. Some of us has done better than other people, Marco, haven't they? Like some have led the way and some have dragged the chain, but that's that's not what this is about. It's it's a segment that's sponsored by topsport.com.au. Obviously, Topsport is Australia's biggest betting bookie, bet where the pros get set, and all the profits get donated to my platform called Walk With Me Online, where we do some great things in the mental and physical fitness space. Now, Marco, how have we gone uh, this week? I know I've got an unassailable lead, but it's not about that, Marco. It's about the money we raise to walk with me. Yeah, true, Corey. But I'll tell you what, daily uh, hang your hat on uh, Texas to uh, the rest of us is not necessary. We we know you've got it covered. It's going to be a long off-season uh, with you reminding it. But I will remind that the, uh, the last two weeks, if you look at the stats, you guys have enjoyed your Christmas breaks because uh, – You've both gone duck eggs while I'm starting to rally late and find form into the playoffs. So I want the season to go a bit longer to catch up with you guys. But unfortunately for this week, uh, but uh, Corey, you do lead unassailable. You're 11 and 6 on the year. Uh, top rope is at 8 and 9. Uh, Page at 7 and 10, not bringing up the rear with only uh, 5 and a half. So our total for the year is just under 3,000. Now we've got 2,945. I still think uh, throughout the playoffs, with us going, we'll uh, we'll cover that three and a half budget. I think we set ourselves at the start of the year. Um, and this week's predictions, gents, as I go around the table, um, Corey, we'll start with you since you're the winner. What are you tipping for week 18? Uh, yes, I'm putting $100 on Philly at plus seven at the line. So let's hope that that'll get the job done against the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay, top rope. Colts minus 15 and a half against Ooh. the Jags. Jeez, all right. Corey's Colts there. Paige is sending her tip. She's travelling around South Australia at the moment. Uh, gee, she's living the life. I tell you what's not working too hard, that's for sure. She is tipped Tampa Bay minus eight at the line. And myself, I am going to go 
Cincinnati minus three. I think that line will uh, go a bit shorter like the Philly line did last week, and uh, hopefully I can get three in a row. Corey, uh, let's get the Super Bowl competition going here. This is the last week for a chance for someone and a friend to get a free ticket to our Super Bowl party. So I'll let you uh, take it away and just explain how you can be a part of our uh, Super Bowl party in, uh, what have we got, six weeks or something? Thanks, Marco. Yes, it is our final week where you can win two tickets to our first ever Super Bowl party on Valentine's Day at the Emerson. Now, Marco, you will have to park your favourite day, but it is the favourite day for all NFL people in Australia. Monday, February 14, you can join us at the Emerson. Now, if you do miss out on the tickets, you can purchase your tickets at Little Birdie TV for $250 per person. It's all your drinks and food from 9 o'clock to 3 o'clock in the afternoon, which is a bloody good deal. So we've only got around less than 40 tickets remain. So for all details... Go to at Little Birdie TV and you can join us if you happen to miss out on these free ones. Now, the Week 17 winner, Cam Brown, tipped the Bills by 14 points. The exact margin, the Bills won 29 to 15, so he's right on the money. Mention Aaron Glenn, who also tipped the Bills, uh, but lost the random draw for the ticket. So, mate, you'll have to go and spend 250 bucks. The Week 16 winner, Lockie Weiss, t- tipped the Titans by less than six points. Uh, the Titans won 20 to uh, 17, so close to the margin. Now, how to enter? We've got what are we doing this week? We've got the Kansas City Chiefs and the Denver Broncos this week. So, e- enter each team wins what margin and post it on our social, socials on Twitter and Instagram at Little Birdie TV and Third and Long TV. And to qualify, more importantly, so you don't have to spend your 250 bucks. And each entry, uh, you must tag at least two friends. And remember, one, uh, one entry per person per week. And as we mentioned, if there's multi-entries, we'll use a random entry as we did with the other ones. Well, that's a wrap for our last show of the regular season. And isn't it sad? We're finally nearly coming to an end and all the weeks are going to suck. Anyway, big thanks to our third and long crew. Thanks to Top Rope. Big thanks to you, mate. Uh- Great season, great to be here, and we're we're nearing the saddest day of the year. The last red zone, the last red zone of the year is the saddest day of any year. So we'll get through it. Stay strong, boys, and uh, playoffs just around the corner. <laughs> I'm in agreement with you, brother. But look, for everyone out there, you can follow us on YouTube, find us in the Apple Store, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you happen to listen to your podcast. And remember to follow us at Little Birdie TV at Third and Long TV on Twitter and Instagram. And remember, for all your NFL action can be found at topsport.com.au. And remember, invest wisely, punters. Yep. Okay, Corey, uh, we want everybody to enjoy Week 18. We'll just make mention that we will uh, be having shows through the playoffs where we'll have a week off where we've got the two-week gap and then we'll have a uh, Super Bowl special going into our party. Just make mention that uh, we will be live next week from the uh, Gold Coast. We'll be up there for the Magic Millions for uh, Little Birdie, so that'll be interesting in Corey's hometown there. And now uh, Captain uh, Nick Heathcote has recently moved up to be a neighbour of Corey, so we'll be recording live from there next week. And just make mention to follow us on littlebirdie.tv uh, because we are hoping to be maybe purchasing us a horse. We're going into partnership with Roll the Dice uh, at the Magic Millions. They're looking for to buy us a pony. So if we do successfully buy one, uh, 
anyone who wants to be a part of the action, you uh, can follow us on Little Birdie. And uh, if you want to join us, you can uh, make a purchase when we do. We'll catch you uh, next week. <laughs>